it's your host, Tarnisha. Today's topic is called Perfect Peace, and I'm going to say a quick prayer before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for blessing me with this platform. I ask that you use me and guide me, Lord, and to help your people with this topic and to go to you for all their answers. Help them to get a better understanding and listen with an open heart. I love you and I thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So I'm going to start off with asking you guys a question, and I really want you to think about it. Where do you seek your peace and protection? Is it in crystals? Is it in Christ Jesus, our Savior, or both? If you're not familiar with crystals, it's known as a magical charm worn around your neck or bracelet to protect a person from negative energy, radiation, injuries. People also wear it for luck and many other different things. It is also known as white magic, and we all know Satan plays a role in that as well. Think about Moses and the signs and miracles that Pharaoh said he already seen in Exodus when Moses was trying to show him God's power so that he will let his people go. Sounds familiar? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you to a few passages in the Bible where it talks about these such things because I know there can be confusion, and in a time like this, there are so many people seeking peace and understanding and talking about positive energy, protection, and sage, and can easily be misled into putting their trust into crystals and all sorts of things when God can give you perfect peace in the middle of a storm. And when you know better, you do better. So let's hop right on in. The first scripture is going to be Deuteronomy 18, verse 12, and it reads, Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you will dispose listen to those who practice sorority or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. So if you do not know what sorority is, it is the use of magic and divination is seeking knowledge of future by supernatural means. Now remember, these crystals are supposed to be magical charms. So next we're going to hop into Ezekiel chapter 13, 17 through 23, and it reads, Now, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy at their own imagination. Prophesy against them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the woman who sew magic charms on all their wrists and make veils of various lengths for their heads in order to ensnare people. Will you ensnare the lives of my people but preserve your own? You have profound me among my people for a few handfuls of barley scraps of bread. By lying to my people who listen to lies, you have killed those who should have not died and spared those who should not live. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against your magic charms. He's against it. With which you ensnare people like birds, and I will tear them from your arms. I will set free the people you have ensnared like birds. I will tear off your veils and save my people, and they will no longer fall prey to your power. Then you will know that I am the Lord, because you dishearten the righteous with your lies when I had brought them no grief, and because you encouraged the wicked not to return from their evil ways and save their lives. He's saying that 
Not only did she encourage the people to wear magical charms, but also not to turn from their evil ways. And so he's saying, save their lives. Since, since you got it, save their lives. Therefore, you will no longer see false visions or practice divination. I will save my people from your hands, and then you will know that I am the Lord. Now we're going to jump down to chapter 14, and it reads, Some of the elders of Israel came to me and sat down in front of me. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, these men have set up idols in their hearts, and put wicked stumbling blocks before their faces. Should I let them inquire me at all? Therefore, speak to them. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Now listen, these magical charms, these crystals, they are idols. Once you start believing that they will do something for you, you are putting your trust into a rock, a stone, a crystal, a magical charm, whatever you want to call it. And at that point, it becomes an idol. This is what the sovereign Lord says. When any Israelites set up idols in their hearts and put a wicked stumbling block before their faces and then go to a prophet, I, the Lord, will answer them myself, keeping with their great idol tree. I will do this to recapture the hearts of the people of Israel who have all deserted me for their idols. So he's saying, hey, once you start believing in these things, you are deserting him. Because you're not putting your trust in him that he will keep you and protect you and give you peace and positive energy, whatever you're seeking, you're deserting him and you're putting your faith and hope into a crystal. And so, yes, it is now an idol. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says, repent, turn from your idols and renounce all your detestable practice. And so he's saying, stop it and repent for your sins. Now, I really have to say something. I might go ahead and get this off my heart because I know some believers who believe in Christ Jesus who also believe in crystals. God is not pleased with you leading his people astray, telling them to believe and put trust in anything other than him. He is a jealous God and is more powerful than your mind can imagine. Do you see how upset he was in these passages. We are supposed to put our faith in him and in him alone. We're supposed to tell people how good God is and that he is everything we need. I don't think we realize our role in society. People come to us for help. People are watching our social media. They see what we are doing and so do God. Ask yourself, where are you leading them? If they see you talking about crystals and good energy and burning sage, where does God get the glory? He watched over you your entire life. You are a leader and God needs you to step up and make him known. We are in the middle of a crisis where people are seeking peace and protection. And my question to you is, where are you leading them? Because you can't serve two gods. You love one and you hate the other. You are making these crystals into idols and you know better. Be a leader and not a follower. Use your platform to save lives because the real protection comes from God. Think about Acts chapter 8 verse 9 through 13. It talks about Simon who was practicing magic and then Simon heard Philip preaching the good news of the kingdom of God and Simon ended up getting baptized because he discovered God's power was much greater than occult magic and that true healing comes from God.
Now we're going to go to Revelation chapter 21, verse 7 through 8. And it reads, those who are victorious will inherit all this. I will be their God and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is their second death. Whoa. So listen, because warning comes before destruction. And you see, he put in that category, he put in that passage, those who practice magic arts, you will cast them down into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. And this will be their second death. So after you die, this is where you're going to go. So please stop. We're going to take it a step further. We're going to go to Revelation chapter 22, verse 14 through 15. And it reads, blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city. Outside are dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idlers, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. So he's saying, hey, you're going to be on the outside with the dogs because you practice magic. Now listen, he's telling us, hey, do you want the tree of life and come through the gates? Or do you want to be outside with the dogs? Because the people that are outside are the ones who are practicing magic and all sorts of other things that he disproves. All right, so now we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 44, 6 through 11. Yes, we are coming out of a lot of passages and so I, because I really want you guys to grasp it and understand the magnitude of these crystals and how God really doesn't like it, especially for my believers in Christ. I have to put it out there because I love y'all and I want y'all to do better. And when you know better, you do better. So this is Isaiah chapter 44, 6 through 11. This is what the Lord says, Israel King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty, I am the first. I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people. And what is yet to come? Yes, let him foretell it. What will come? Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? No. There is no other rock. I know not one. All who make idols are nothing, and the things they treasure are worthless. Those who would speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. Who shapes a god and casts an idol, which can profit nothing. People who do that will be put to shame. Such craftsmen are only human beings. Let them all come together and take their stand, they will be brought down to terror and shame. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, you do not have to search for peace, protection, or healing in crystals. God's power is way bigger than your mind can even imagine. And I'm going to talk about my life and how he's watched over me. 
All those nights I drove home drunk, blacked out, didn't remember how I got home. That was God or how he watched over me my entire life. I put myself in a bunch of bad situations where I could have been dead, raped, and all type of things, but God watched over me. Never in my life have I had to seek for protection through a crystal. God protects me from radiation. He protects me from cancer. He protects me from bad energy. He protects me from everything. He gives me discernment to know when to speak and when not to speak, where to go, where not to go, when to leave. He reveals people true colors. He heals me when I'm sick and he provides me with everything I need. And he can do the same thing for you if you just call on his name and repent. There is power in the name of Jesus and he wants to build a relationship with you. Now we're going to jump down to Psalms chapter 103, verse 2 through 4, and it reads, Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So it's saying, hey, when you find yourself in a bad situation, when life is just not working out for you and you just want to give up, do not forget all of God's benefits because he's been taking care of you and watching over you. And yes, you may be in a bad predicament right now, but guess what? God still got you and you will get through this. Verse three who forgives all your sins and heals you from your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I love watching eagles soar through the sky. It just really brings me peace that I can't even explain. I get excited when I see eagles, no lie. So now we're going to jump down to Psalms 32, verse 5 through 11. Then I acknowledge my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sins. If you confess your sins to him, y'all, he will forgive you and he will also forgive your guilt. So once you confess your sin, do not live in guilt after that because he has already forgiven you. Verse six, therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. He will protect you. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. So he will teach you. He will counsel you in where you should go. Like I said, he tells me where to go, where, where not to go. If I need to remove myself from negative energy, like he provides me with everything. Do not be like the horse or the mule which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and brittle, or they will not come to you. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. He wants you to trust in him. Once you truly trust in him, you will see the rewards that he has waiting for you. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad, you righteous, seeing all who are upright in heart. Now we're going to go to Psalms 34, verse 11 through 19. Come, my children, listen to me. 
I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. He hears you. He really does. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to blot out their name from the earth. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears them, delivers them from their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in the spirit. Now listen, I know right now we are going through a crisis and there are a bunch of brokenhearted people. There are people getting sick, losing lives, losing careers, having to start over. The Lord is close to you. And he will save those who are crushed in spirit. He's letting us know, yes, I am near you. I see what's going on. Trust in me. Call on me. Verse 19. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. So he's saying, yes, you will have troubles. You will have your ups and downs, but he will deliver you from them all. Listen, my God brought me a mighty long way. It took years, years, years for me to get my life right with God, for him to use me. He delivered me from all my troubles. And I know I may stumble on some more troubles later in life because nobody's perfect. But guess what? He's going to be right there with me. So I have nothing to worry about. And I just ask that you put your faith in Christ Jesus. Call on him. Build a relationship with him. He's waiting. He hears you. Repent for your sins. Pick up that Bible and go over all of these chapters that I mentioned in here. You'll read some really good stuff and you'll get a better understanding of how big your God is and how he has your back. He is with you. He will protect you. He will teach you. He will prepare you for your purpose in life. And if things are going wrong right now, call on him because weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I want you to find that peace that you're seeking. And the only way that you're going to be able to find it and keep it is through Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can provide you with perfect peace. Not temporary peace, but perfect peace. So that you will be calm in the middle of your storm. We're going to go to... Second Thessalonians chapter three, one through seven. And it reads, as for other matters, brothers and sisters, pray for us that the message of the Lord may spread rapidly and be honored just as it is with you. And pray that we may be delivered from wicked and evil people. For not everyone has faith, but the Lord is faithful. And he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. We have confidence in the Lord that you are doing and will continue to do things we command. May the Lord direct your hearts into God's love and Christ's perseverance. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we command you, brothers and sisters, to keep away from every believer who is idle and disruptive and does not live according to the teaching you receive from us. For you yourself 
No, you ought to follow our example. So he's saying, hey, and this really goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, how I know some believers who believe in both. I pray that they hear this and get an understanding of the word of God and listen to it with an open heart because I know Google and social media can be really misleading and we can just slowly dabble into things little by little and then it got us. This is your chance to repent and find your faith in Christ. Now we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 26, 3 through 4, and it reads, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord, for the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. So he's talking about that perfect peace that you're seeking for. Keep your mind steadfast on him. Trust in him, and he will give you your perfect peace. Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. And I just pray that you find the perfect peace that you're looking for because it is in Christ Jesus, our Savior. Till next time, God bless.